Really quickly before we start, our buddy Butch Kinespear, who does occasionally go by the name Summer, was fortunate enough to schedule a medical procedure that will pretty drastically improve her health, and she's scheduled to go under the knife on the day that this episode airs, February 17th, 2021. She could really use your good vibes, so you can visit twitter.com slash summer underscore Sal to send her your love and your well wishes. Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Oh, last time, we left the party at the gates of a room guarded by a dangerous trap waiting to crush unwanted visitors. Deep within the pirate fortress of Bloodsail Hold, our heroes Butch, Ari, and Falcus are trying to find their way safely through danger. What treasures might they find in the area beyond? Find out now as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know that the dungeon that we're running uh, is using a modified version of the map of Dangwaru, I think is how you probably would pronounce it. Uh, which can be found in the Tortal Package. The Tortal Package was released by Wizards of the Coast in September of 2017 as a supplement to the Tomb of Annihilation Adventure Module. Darn, 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 darn. We're missing something. Something, there's, there's, there's a door, something, there's a, we have a zillion keys, I've got a magical orb. Like, there was nothing on the wall from, uh, where's my draw line? Did you have a like, grappling thing on the wall here? Down, back down by the, um, murder room. Um... Are you seeing where I'm drawing an arrow? I do. I do see that. I will answer that by saying that you, like the area that you were investigating was the area around the trap. Okay. Then um, I am going to, if that's the case, I, I'm, I'm going to tell our, my, my teammates here, I was like, you know what? I didn't check the wall along either side of the doorway. I mean... Which is kind of right then too, like just thinking there's got to be, we got a dozen keys. I mean, Ari's got that key ring now that we found in the um, pantry. I've got that key I found behind the picture frame. Or just picking a lock in general. Let's let's go back down to the hallway and let's check it out. Which we are moving. Would you like to come with us at the same speed as us? Where are we going this time? Back to the murder room. Back to the murder room. Back to the murder room. 
I mean, get out your I imagine that this takes us like a while to do. <laughs> this is a really long. Um, walking through the rooms doesn't take any time. Um, the only thing that's like really time consuming is making sure that you're safely crossing through the window that leads out onto the balcony, which you have to cross through in order to get to um, the throne room. But outside yeah. of that, you're just walking down a hallway. Everything is lit well enough that you're not tripping over things and it's there's no monsters that are attacking you. So in general, no. Um, Falkus, having returned to the outside of what you've dubbed the murder room, um, you're doing rather than an investigation check on the mechanisms of the trap, you're looking like up and down the hallway looking for tr like trigger stop. A keyhole, like just like randomly, like I, I was just thinking, why is there a keyhole here in the wall? Um, or even like you think, like the other thing I'm picturing is the like the gas flue valve on a fireplace, uh, a, a gas fireplace where you have to put the key in and turn it. Like even just like a square peg mm -hmm. somewhere along this wall that just, why is that here? Okay. Roll investigation one more time. 23. Yeah, you're going to be doing all the trap checks from now until forever. So um, before you were in the hallway or like right outside the hallway and you were very, very carefully trying to your best to understand the mechanism of the trap. And while you were there, you were also looking for, is there a space here for disarming it? And you found an understanding of the mechanism, but very little in the way of disarming it. So you're like, all right, you know what? Let's let's widen the search. Let's check the hallway itself. So you start walking west to east along the hallway that held the glowing orb and, you know, the entrance into the Duke's uh, bedroom and all that. You're searching along the wall and you're being very, very careful to, like, look for small holes. You're looking for keyholes. You're looking for switches. You're looking for, you know, sconces to turn and things like that. Um, as you move west away from the group, you don't find anything. You step over the shards of the broken um, uh, vase one more time. You're checking. You're looking. <laughs> there's nothing going on here. You turn and head back over toward where the mermaid statue was. Uh, you travel east across the room. You're again looking at the wall. You're you know looking at the floor. You have to walk around the vase that's standing here. Um, from the audience's perspective, what you guys can't see is that the map, the image of the map itself shows occasionally that there's these like circular things that they've been asking, um, is this interesting or whatever else? And mostly at the time, it's just been decorative. Um, you have a hard time seeing behind the, like on the wall behind where the vase is. So you move it out of the way to look at the wall and you don't see anything. And then in the space where the vase was sitting on the floor, you do see a little bit of a recess that has, um, like a handle in it that looks like it could be turned. Aha! All right. Uh, right here, guys. Check this out. Um, can I uh, grab the... What? Uh, is, that, is that the oh. one urn I didn't kick over? <laughs> yep. Weirdly, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, here goes nothing. Um, I'll turn the pull the handle, turn a handle, whichever direction it goes in. Uh, it turns it's stiff, like it doesn't turn easily but it turns a quarter turn clockwise and as you turn it, you know how like when you wind a clock, you can feel it like click, 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 click 
you know what I'm talking about? Like when you like, yep. it does that, it does that. And then it starts to, oh, uh, you know what? Better example, egg timer. You Like you turn an egg timer and you feel it clicking the whole way. And then when you let go, it starts to click backwards. That's what's happening. Um, it's clicking backwards such that it would take probably 15, 20 seconds in order for it to be in its original position. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that and just kind of wait and count count the clicks and time it, and let the let the team know that that's what's happening here. Um, so who's going to be our guinea pig to oh. test us out? <laughs> well, let's let Ari do that thing with her hands again. Well, it didn't trigger it, so we need a full fledged body to walk in. Okay, there. so I'm just I'm walking in. Oh, Lord. Can we tie, like, a rope around me? Like, can you just yank me back? Like, I'll take a step and put my weight on and then yank me back? Yeah, yeah once the, All right, here. the walls All collapse right. on you. I feel like it'd be enough time. So if it's like an egg you know, timer... Uh, I'm the king of this place. I'm just going to take a step in. I'm going to walk in. I'm the king. I have the crown. It shall not defeat me. I stepped in. I'm going to freshly wind the, the trap... And let her go, which that's what she's gonna do. That's what I'm gonna I do. See her, I see her do this. This. Whew, I'm like, I am right, the fine. king and the key master. It will not defeat me. All right. Okay. Um, Ari takes a breath and lifts her foot off the ground and starts moving. And Falkus is like, "Whoop now, okay." And then twists. Um, you can hear the like the timer is like clicking back into position as Ari steps into the space. Uh, when you put your full weight of a full body on the pressure plate, it does sink like three inches down, and no other effect occurs. And you hustle through to get through the room. And on on the other side, you're standing there, and you can look around and see that you are surrounded by, um, again chests and boxes and crates and things and then in the distance behind you here you hear okay so i made it and then did anyone time that like how 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 long did i take because that's how long it only takes a few seconds to walk across a 20 foot distance and it was maybe okay maybe 20 seconds worth of clicking well, I can't believe that worked. Yeah, I thought we were about to have a funeral for Ari. Um, all right, Falkus, you go ahead and wind it up again. Ari, from your position on the wall, on the south side of the wall on your right as you enter the room. Yes. You do see a lever that's in the down position. Okay. Um, so right over here-ish? Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's over here. Okay. Um Okay, so I'll turn to them and be like, I found a lever. Falcus, you have been inspecting the traps of this place this whole time. Do you think it's worth a pull and have one of you guys come across or keep twisting the egg timer? I am going to... I'll be the test of this one. Ari, go ahead and flip the switch. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to jump my eight feet and I'm going to do a gymnast spring forward and roll out the other eight feet. So I'm going to jump eight feet and then jump another eight feet if I can possibly do that. And I'm hoping that I'm dexterous and quick enough to, when the weight goes down, I can get through before the walls come in. Okay. 
That's wait, my thought. Wait a minute. We know we got something that we know works, and you want to do gymnastics across something on a level we gotta we don't get know back across. About? We we need so the levers on this side that we know works to lock it, but we need to make sure we have a way back out again. So hopefully there's a lever on the other side there. If Ari flips it and it turns it off from the inside, we don't need to worry about this outside thing anymore. We can come in and out as we need to. That's what I'm getting at. I'm going to step so back I'm so I don't get any blood on me. Just come back over here. <laughs> okay. And it's so in the down I'm, position, right? Yes, it's in the, okay. like, it's a, it's like a big, like, the stick lever, like, yep. like that. Okay. Which every lever that's worked this way has told me that's off, so we're going to turn something on. So. Oh, yeah, it's a good All point. Right, Falcus, it's in the up position. <laughs> it's in the up position. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It can be down. It can be down. This means that it's... Do you think pirates are paying down. attention to coding? No. <laughs> it means somebody on the other side has the other lever switched. It's like it's, our downstairs It's like this. Room. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. It's fine. All right. So... Okay, I'm gonna flip it. Three, two, one. It's up, and now, Falcus, do your. Acrobats. When you lift it up, you hear a. Oh, you're fine. Or push it down, or whatever direction. You hear a. All right, I'm going to attempt my gymnastic run to here, jump to here, and then jump to the other side. Okay, give me an athletics check. Jumping is still a strength-based skill. Ah, that's right. Okay, fine. 20! Dirty! Okay. You actually, in a surprising uh, feat of strength, you do this really cool, like, you you don't look goofy when you do it, which is unusual. Um, And when you... (laughs) I'll say. When you make your leap, (laughs) you land about halfway through the pressure plates, um, and then it shifts... But that doesn't catch you off guard enough because you knew it was going to happen. And you leap again and you land on the far side. And aside from the fact that you pressed down on the pressure plate, there was no effect. All right, because that was the whole thing was just to make sure that the lever that Ari pulled turned this off. And if it didn't, I was hoping that I still had enough momentum to get out of that area. Uh, Butch, I think it's safe to come across now. You You don't have to do any fancy footwork like I just did. Well, well, what if I want to, though? So then I... Um, dance across. D- a tap dance across the... Tap, tap, tap. And I'm across. Yeah, that happens, and there is no effect from the trap. Other than, you know, you press... Like, the plate does still get the press. The room that you guys... I mean, I look real good doing it, though. Ah, for sure. You do. The room that you guys have entered into uh, now that you're all the way in it you can see one additional thing Um, first of all you can look up and see the sky through like all the broken like bits of ceiling Um, but also um, there is kind of an alcove on this side that you really couldn't see all that well I should state for the audience Um, as you enter on the northeastern side of like a large rectangular shaped room that the ceiling is supported by pillars um, on the on the northeastern side there is an alcove that recesses a little bit into uh, you know the rest of the cave wall that is you know not the same rectangular like normal shape of the rest of the wall Um, 
in there is another mermaid statue similar to the one that was holding the glowing orb. Um, her hands are, um, are like in like a, I'm swimming kind of emotion. Like she's, it's not like she's holding anything. She's just, you know, there's nothing unique or special about like, it doesn't look like you're supposed to take the orb out of one place and put it in the other. Um, she, Oh my God. Okay, I just saw where you guys placed your tokens. Nobody move anything, because this is very funny to me. Um, she... Uh, Falcus, as you're looking at it, roll me an investigation check. Oh, gosh. 20. All right, so you're, like, crushing it on the investigation checks today. You can see very clearly the same kind of gouge marks that were, all, like, at the trap are on the floor and the ceiling around this statue, but they're not straight across they curve in that same semi-spherical like I mean just to, 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 like as though something was dragged around like in a semicircle um, and also Falkus and Ari are both yeah so you just sort of drew it it's hard to, it's hard to say it like so that the audience is clear like what I'm talking about without actually just explaining what it is but um, it looks like that there were drag marks in a semicircle from north to south across the floor and the ceiling Um, I am going to reveal something that was on the GM layer Um, this square this tile and this tile where Falcus and Ari are standing are pressure plates that sink three inches into the floor and you guys are standing on them and you're like, huh? And there's no further there's no further action. Nothing else happens. Did you, you reveal the thing that you said you were gonna reveal? Yeah, you should the be able to can you see it? There are squares where Ari and and Falcus are standing. Oh, sorry, Pink it's squares. just on top of like it. we literally okay, stepped yes. and we landed right here and we both like look at each other and go, uh oh. Yeah, you're both standing on pressure plates. Okay, do we... Nothing happened, right? No. Nothing happened. Falcus, do we stay? Or do you think if we move, it'll trigger something? Uh... Butch, why don't you move out of line with us? And Ari, you and I, we're gonna step off on three. Alright. Y'all better step off and jump, honey. (laughs) So I'm gonna go over and I'm actually gonna um, try to line aside it by standing behind a pillar. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go right because I have a pillar on my left, I think. I was gonna just go straight ahead. Just straight down. Oh, go straight ahead? Sounds like a landmine to me. Yeah. yeah. So we're going... Oh, straight. Okay, gotcha. All right, so ready? One, two, three. I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws for me, please. (laughs) <laughs> oh my such a big deal I got a 10 Falkus rolled a 6 and I have a plus 4 okay so both of you are like okay we're going to be really careful and we're going to jump and here we go and you both do like this weird awkward Kirk roll where you <laughs> are trying your best to avoid the incoming who knows what and you just trip because your feet aren't level with the rest of the floor and you like mess up your thing so you both like awkwardly tumble to the ground and then the two pressure plates that you were standing on 
rise back up to be surface level with the rest of the floor, and there's no other effect. I should have had you roll dexterity checks, actually. I shouldn't have called for saving throws, but it would have been... Oh, that matter. was a check, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I did a save. It, oh, I, I, asked, I asked for a save. I should have asked for a check. But either way, no, there was no other effect. The two plates just back into position. Uh, I'm going to try to backwards engineer figuring out what these are tied to. Okay. I mean, it's basically what I've been doing on all these other ones, trying to figure out what this could be potentially tied to. Do, what do you do to do that? Uh, I don't know. So, it seems to me like any one of these tiles, and they all look the same, uh, could be a death trap. Which seems par for the course. Are these barrels here? Uh, yeah, that one's a barrel. So, like, to, to, to Falkus and Ari's direct north, there are two barrels and a chest... Um, Butch is on the far side of the room away from them and is standing next to two chests um, to the south end of the room where nobody is. There are several chests, a couple of crates, some barrels. Um, and then in the south southeast corner of the room are a bunch of chests, a couple of barrels and a couple of crates. I want to check for these barrels. I want to find a heavy one and I want to move it onto the plate. Okay. Actually, I need to make a barrel. So, hey, shoot, that's easy. Okay, cool. So you take a barrel and you put it onto the plate and the plate lowers a couple inches and stays that way. No, nothing, nothing else. Um... Knowing that there is a bear, there is a pressure plate here that Ari was standing on. Can I see any others that might be in this room? Like, there's more than just these two. Roll now. I'm looking for pressure plates for tiles. Okay, roll a roll a perception check for that. Trying to see. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I think it's been investigation to try to figure out how to use something that's visible. So for some of the trap finding. Um, I always mess up perception and investigation, but if you're, if you're looking to see if you can spot something, that's probably perception. So some of those investigation checks probably should have been perception. Yeah. So, and which would be better. I do have proficiency in that or expertise in perception, uh, on the description, it does say, or you might try to spot things that are obscured or easy to miss, whether they are orcs lying in ambush on a road thugs hiding in the shadows of an alley or candlelight under a closed secret door. Right. I I have to keep reminding myself that perception is trying to see things or notice things and investigation is trying to understand the things that you noticed. I'm pretty sure that's the difference. Um, I mess that up all the time. So I apologize to the listeners who are sitting at home like, ah, why is he doing it wrong? Um, Roll a perception check to see if you can see any other tiles that might be movable. It's a... 15. Um, looking around, you are pretty sure you've spotted one more. Um, it's actually five feet to your direct south. Okay. Um, I am going to find another barrel and put it on that one. Okay. So, first of all, I'm going to grab a barrel token and put it Okay, to mark where everything is. 
the first barrel that you moved was heavy enough to move the plate, but otherwise not, you know, filled with very much. It had some, you know, just some debris in it. Um, the next barrel that you try to move, you struggle for a moment to move until you really put your legs into it, and then you roll it. And as you roll it, it sloshes. But you are able to fit it onto the tile, and the tile sinks three inches into the floor. It's massive. nothing. That's what I was saying. Uh, nothing else happens? Uh, no. Okay. On to the third plate. Um, this one doesn't slosh, but it does have a sound in it like there's sand moving around inside. These are closed barrels. Um, you, it's he- he- heavy. Like this one takes work to move, but you tilt it onto one side and then you can roll it and it's much easier to roll. And as soon as it lands on the tile, is better noise. Um, it sinks into the, into the square and nothing else happens. Did the first barrel you put on, he said, only went down a couple inches. Did it fully go down then? Or is the barrel not heavy enough to activate it? Yeah, so they've all been depressed to the same amount. Okay. I just want to make sure. Well, if any kind of... um, So I did this barrel first. The two of us were on top of these two here. Um, Mm -hmm. This one wasn't even discovered yet. Let's remove this one. And so it's only this one and this one now with weight on them. Trying the different combinations. Okay. Um, You walk over and drag the lightest of the barrels off of its uh, spot. The plate lifts back up again. Yeah, no change other than the, the tile has reset. It might not be something that's being affected in this room. Okay. So I think maybe, I don't know, put the, do we want to put the barrel back on and search everything in here first and then we can explore this more? I'm suddenly quite scared of this room. Um, We don't know where we can step or where we can't step. Uh, Start poking around in chests and barrels and see what we got in here. Okay. Yeah, you can totally do that. Do we just want to start like in this corner and go clockwise? Or start by Butch since he has two chests? I mean, there's quite a few here. I just thought for sake of time. Okay. Um, let's just get a... I was just going to think a general idea of just start popping these open and peeking in each one and getting an idea of what we got going on in Perfect. this room. Okay. Um, the crates and the barrels, um, as well as like a couple of the urns and things, you can open very easily without any kind of like investigation or, or, or anything. Um across the various barrels you find um, in one of the ones that is in the, on the pressure plate you find gallons and gallons and gallons of what used to be common wine but has turned to vinegar in the years since it's been here um, in the really really heavy barrel that sounded like there was sand moving around in there you find um, like 80 pounds worth of salt just a big oh, old wow. barrel of salt yeah a ton of salt um so then you start going around. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to start looking at. Um, uh, do you guys have a preference on chests or crates or? We're searching it all, so whatever's easiest for you to tell chests. us. 
Okay. Um, Falcus goes to open the first or in, or take a look at the first chest that he comes across. Um, it does have a lock on the front. <sighs> Keymaster time. Just stick your hand in it. Uh, yeah, th- this is one of those things where I'm not, you know, I don't have investigation. I'm taking every I chest I come across first before I put my hand anywhere near the lock. Okay. Um, a few moments later, you're toes are a little sore but beyond that you've gotten no um violent reaction out of any of this okay um oh you said kicking i thought you said picking and i was like what no i'm gonna kick i want to just just give each (laughs) each chest just just a little kick just to make sure it's not alive um i'm gonna ask ari for the the ring of keys and between the ring of keys and the small key I found behind the picture frame, I am going to check out pretty much all the locks around this room on all the all the chests and either, first of all, take a look at the lock and I can probably judge without even having to put the key in there whether or not one of these keys will work or if I got to pick it. So that would be the okay. option is either try the keys if, if I can see that it's going to fit or pick it otherwise. Okay. Um, so as you go, you go from chest to chest to chest and you're like, okay, so like this one looks like it's probably from the key ring. This one's probably from key ring. Uh, you open the first chest. You take one of the keys from the key ring. Um, it fits the lock. You open the, the, the chest and as you open it, the light hits it in just that right way that it's a really, really satisfying, like, we're not talking. We're not quite talking about the briefcase from Pulp Fiction, but man, it's got some. You got like that nice shiny glint off of it. There's probably, at a rough estimate, 150 gold pieces worth of precious gems, things like rubies and emeralds, and you know your classic pirate treasure um, in gemstones in the first chest. Dang, Gina. Um, uh. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I had a feeling what was probably going to be in this room. I am all for being pirates ourselves and stashing this somewhere and coming back to the orc captain and saying, we didn't find anything. It was already picked clean. I mean, you can see the bodies here. They were already here before we ever got here. Shifty eyes. Something (laughs) tells me that captain isn't as dumb as you might think he is, but... uh... I'm willing to give that a try. That, that That is quite heavy, what you're talking about, but I guess I can help. But, Should we um, see what's in the other chest? We can skim a bit off the top, you know. That's, that's our MO so far is, you know, break off a leg, you know, skim a bit off the top. You know, gotta line our pockets a bit here, too. I like that the whole motif of your team is we'll do the job, but we will steal from you. Um, <laughs> The next chest that you try to open, none of the keys on the key ring fit into the lock, but um, as you start to realize that, you try the key that you found behind the painting, and that one does fit. (sighs) Then that's it. All right, let's try this little guy. It has in it a, a really ornate tube and you open the tube and there's a rolled up piece of paper in here. What's it say? It's I'm a treasure map. Carefully unroll it. There are I don't know, it's definitely 
It's definitely some kind of magical script, but you're you, you're struggling to read it and you can't. It's got the words seem to slip across the the, the page in strange ways. You're you're not able to make it out. Ari, can you read this at all? It's definitely yeah, can a I magical script. Take a look. You have no what problem. Do I see? Uh, you have no problem reading okay. this. Makes perfect sense okay, to you. Say? In fact, you're surprised Falcus <laughs> couldn't figure it out. Um, this is a scroll that describes a way that someone could magically alter someone's perception of how valuable an item is. <gasps> so I'm going to relay to Butch and Falcus, like looking at Falcus, like, how could you not read this? And she's like, guys, you know, this, this will let you kind of trick people into thinking something is maybe more or less valuable than you know what it what it truly is so Ari you can jump into your inventory and add a spell scroll of uh, distort value I think that might be kind of useful so from a I don't know the standpoint is this a one time use thing or is this like a spell scrolls in general you cast the spell from the spell scroll if it's on your class's spell list, which distort value is on the bard list, so you're okay there. Um, if it's not, you literally can't read the spell. Um, it casts using the exact same cast time as the normal spell, so it's a one-action cast, I think. Um, okay. And once you cast it, the entire scroll, like, dissolves. It's a one-time use of a spell. Okay. So, I mean, if we're we're holding on to this for sure, but if we come across a situation where maybe we do want to trick the captain into thinking this place isn't as valuable as it seems or trick someone into buying something that maybe isn't that valuable, we could we could swing this. That doesn't seem very nice, but I, if we were to have a bag of gems and we said it was a bag of rocks... Yep. You know, that, we could do that too. You know, that'd be less like stealing than the other thing you described. <laughs> All right, that seems pretty handy. All right, what, what else we got? Yeah, in there here? are there are some people out there who could transcribe this and learn it. Um, we're definitely not of the group who can do that right now, or at all. We'll see. Um, worth worth holding on to for sure. Um, the next chest that you approach, um, you go through the key ring and you find a key that matches the, the lock. And as you open it, I am going to need... It's Falcus that's opening it, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I need you to roll... Um, Constitution. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's nothing so freakish as that. Uh, what do I need? I have an appendix for this. Hang on. I need you to roll a d6 and a d8. Oh, I, it was one. <laughs> That's what it was. It's just rolling one. <laughs> okay. Um, you find a... Um, the chest is larger than you would have thought that it would need to be, considering what's inside it. This is a very Amazon package, kind of a large box, <laughs> small item type of thing. Um, you find a small three by five um, thick piece of paper. Um, taking a look at it, it looks like it is a 
three of beasts. <gasps> like a looks like a playing card. We still have the other one, don't we? We have an ace of portals. Okay. Is this a, is this a gold foil one? <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's in prime condition. Um, you go to another chest and you start to work on it. And from above, you hear a flap, like a... <laughs> and you look up and you see a parrot has landed in the opening where like the light is coming in through the ceiling. And it's huge. It's a big parrot. Like you could ride around on this parrot. It's big. And it's it's got like beautiful blue and gold feathers. And when it looks down at you, it's got these bloodshot red eyes. And it looks uh -oh. down and sees that you're standing in this room and gives a loud like or however birds sound and flies down toward you. Oh god, he's affected by the blood. Ah. I do need you to roll initiative now. I was going to think about talking to this bird, but that's not the situation. Ari rolled a 13. Falcus also has a 13. 21. So this this parrot's going to have some piercing damage, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. I think it does. <laughs> um, it is in the air and it is flying down toward you, Butch. Um, it hasn't gotten... You are the fastest to respond. You see that this is happening. Your hand immediately goes for your weapon. Um, it is 20 feet in the air and uh, 30 feet south of you. What would you like to do? It's coming my direction, but it's still... Um, it's flying down toward Falcus, who was opening a chest. Okay. Well, clearly I'm going to take out that javelin that I tried to uh, poke the gem with and uh, hurl it at this bird. Okay. So I'm going to take the javelin. <laughs> Does a seven hit? No, unfortunately not. You take the javelin out and you throw it, but this thing is flying through the air a little too quickly and you do go a little wide. Alrighty. Um, do you take a bonus action or any movement? I'm actually going to move towards my buddies and okay. and then take a bonus action. I'm going to rage. Okay, cool. So you, I'm going to put a token on you just to remember that you are raging. That'll help me. Um, also, and then, I should put like a range like a make myself glow for five feet because your if, rage gives melee advantage right yeah okay cool so can everyone else see the glow around butch i, I put a little yellow um glow i don't think me. i see no and maybe um, i should use yellow <laughs> perhaps now yes now i see it okay yeah okay. um there's the, the settings for that are super weird, but we got there. Cool. So you come running in, you're standing next to Ari and a little further away from standing next to Falcus. Um, you are, um, you're, you're very visibly raging and Ari, as he 
passes by you, as he gets near you, you can feel that his power is influencing your ability to hit in melee because of your proximity. Um, okay. Next up in the initiative order are both Ari and Falkus, who both rolled a 13. When we have ties like this, it's up to you guys to decide who goes first. So what would you like to do? I do not care, Falkus, unless you have something you're planning on doing. I was planning on just coming back from the bathroom, so okay. you go <laughs> ahead. I am going to All play right. my turn. Okay, so Perfect. right now the um, parrot is about 20 feet in the air. Um, it's about 20 feet to the west of you guys. It is flying toward Falkus. Um, it is Ari's okay. turn. I am going to go ahead and just do regular vicious mockery. So let's see. It needs a 14 wisdom saving throw. Okay. I uh, rolled a six. So that's a failure. Perfect. Awesome. So that's going to hit. So I'm going to um, turn to it and... Whereas I am quite prophetic, you are small and pathetic. You came here looking for a fight, but you are no match. And the sad thing is, you know that I'm right. And I do one. That's okay, because it also has disadvantage on its next attack roll. It does have disadvantage on its next attack roll. No problem. So we'll mark that. We'll mark that he takes a damage. Do you do anything else on your turn? No, I'm going to just do that for right now. Okay. Falkus, you're up. You turn around from your lockbox. You can see that there's this parrot flying toward you. From your right, you see a javelin come flying through the air, missing this bird. And then Ari just like, bam, hits him with the wraps. And you see him sort of like twitch a little bit from from being made fun of. What would you like to do? I would like to... Uh... He's 20 feet in the air. Yeah, um, I'm going to get behind cover of this chest. Um, I know he's flying at me, but he does have disadvantage, so I do get sneak attack. Uh, no, you have disadvantage. You have um, sneak attack if you have advantage on the attack roll, or if you don't have disadvantage, but there is somebody adjacent to the target. Oh, I was thinking because he had disadvantage, that's why. That doesn't affect it, unfortunately. Then what I'm going to do, hide currently for me is an action right now, because I do not have cunning action yet. Okay. Cunning action is the one that gives you a bonus action of hide, so I don't have that yet. Parrot's coming from me. I'm going to take my action and attempt to hide here, and ultimately, though, I'd like to move behind the pillar so like the parrot's gonna see me leave and hide here but i'm gonna crawl around to behind the pillar so that i'm no longer where he thought i saw me hide that was my goal is to get myself okay um so you actually would have needed to do exactly that in order to successfully hide from this creature because he was looking right at you and coming in it's not like you had uh, um it's not like you had a distraction of any kind so go ahead and roll a stealth check for me 18 Okay. Um, it seems like you might have been successful at this. Um, are you? You said you're going around the the backside of this crate to get to behind the pillar. Yes. So exactly what I just moved my character to. Okay. Cool. So as you make those movements, um, I need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw for me. I'm curious to see something. Thirteen. 
Okay, so all I was looking for was a 10. Um, as you go, your foot almost slips as you step on a plate that shifts under your weight. Um, you do find a pressure plate that you hadn't been able to notice before with your previous um, invest your, your previous perception check. Was a little on the low side to spot all of them. Um, so you do find another one as you move. Um, the parrot on its turn, a little confused by the fact that it had its eye on you and then as it flies over the crate um, has lost track of you, is instead going to turn and is going to dive bomb against Ari. Um, it comes flying in like this. It rolls um, an attack against Ari with its beak. Uh, rolling a nine, so I definitely missed. Um, as he passes by Ari, he was going to attack against Butch with his claws, rolling a 15, which I think might hit. Does he have disadvantage on his next attack? So that would have been... That would have been the beak attack, yeah. The first attack, disadvantage. Thank you for reminding me, because I didn't take the snail off. Um, Butch, does a 15 meet your armor class? Yes. Okay, so you suffer two slashing damage. It was five, but it's reduced to two because you did rage. Um, so that happens. On his way by, he's going to do one more ability. And he is going to, just like the parrot from uh, Freehold, I think? Yes. Um, drop a line of poopies onto the ground. That's so hard to do with a big group. So as he he flies in, attack with the beak, attack with the claws, a 30-foot line that's like 10 feet wide of uh, leavings um, occurs as he flies by. Now, Keeping in mind that he did enter and then exit melee range from both of you, you both have the opportunity to make a melee opportunity attack. Um, Ari's would be at advantage because she is standing in uh, Butch's attack aura. Um, so if you guys wanted to use your reactions to make opportunity attacks as the bird flies by, you can do that. I kind of feel like I should use... I should get out of the poo. <laughs> get out of the bad. Um, oh, that's right. Okay, so Ari's would be normal roll because you guys are standing in the poo. Um, you feel the effect of the poo messing with your like senses. Like it stinks and it's hard to see. Like, this is gross. You're functionally poisoned while you're standing in the poo. All poisoned means is you make attacks and checks at disadvantage. So Ari's attack is going to be normal because she's standing in the uh, in the attack aura from Butch. <laughs> um. Okay. But Butch's, if you guys choose to do um, opportunity attacks, Ari's would be normal, Butch's would be at disadvantage. They both have to be melee attacks. Yes. So... I did a nine. Does a nine hit? No, a nine does not hit. Okay. Butch, as it flies in and out of your melee range, would you like to try to sw uh, swing at it? So my choices are either swing at it or don't? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to swing at it with my great axe. Okay. This attack in... is made with disadvantage because you're standing in its poo. So I'm going to just roll it twice. Um, wow, I rolled terribly. Uh, seven. Uh, no. Yeah. Unfortunately not. 
So okay. covered in poo, you swing it at it with your axe, and it's nothing doing. Um, at the moment, it is five feet off the ground and is flying away from like in that line, like it's you know in the poo line, and then it's gonna it's like starting to bank, but it hasn't quite done so yet. Um, Butch, it is your turn. How far above me is it? Um, it just got done attacking you and is starting to lift back up again, but it's still within. If you were to like reposition yourself, you would be able to reach out. Uh, I would want to get out of the poo <laughs> first of all. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just gonna step out of the poo for um, like 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 just five feet, basically, mm-hmm. and swing that great axe again. Okay. Um, dirty twenty. Yeah, twenty hits. Um, you're going to deal your normal axe damage, but you're also going to make sure we're adding... You get, what, plus two because you're raging, I think it is? I don't actually remember off the top of my head. I think your rage bonus yes, is two. Yes, it's plus two. Um, so it's 11 slashing damage. Um, no, it's not. Um, you rolled a great axe attack, but you dealt hand axe damage. You got to roll your great axe damage. Oh, wow. I pressed the wrong button. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's uh, okay. So 15 plus two. Thanks. It's right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so there we go. Hit. Se- 17 then. Yeah. All right. So a good solid Dang. hit. Um, as this thing comes flying by, you are covered in poo. You do a Kirk roll out of the poo and come swinging up and slash this thing right in the belly. Um, it's got like the, as you slice into it, um, a blood spurt comes out. It is doing that bubbling kind it's of effect that um, that that was described to you before that you also saw in the mimic. Um, it's the same kind of effect again, and you're like, oh, okay, this this thing. No wonder it's so ticked off. Um, do you take any bonus actions, or are you finished? Quaking palm. Quaking palm. Okay, um, that's a Constitution save, I think, right? Yeah, you. Uh, you have to beat a uh, thirteen. Nope, I rolled an eight. So um, you have successfully, like you you slice into it, and then you just reach up and sort of like plink right there in where the like where the breastbone meets with the wing, and you just like crack it like right in a bird pressure point. Um, it is stunned, I think, until the end of your next turn. So it's going to be stunned for a minute. Okay, do you take any more movement? You still have some movement left. No. Um, I want to stay within melee range, melee range of this guy. Okay, so... Um, uh, it's a bird. So it doesn't have like any kind of magical hover. It just flies because it's a bird. So having stunned it, it would like land beak first on the ground. Um, it doesn't. It was only five feet off the ground, so it wouldn't have taken any falling damage from that. But it is... Prone. prone. Yeah, I think yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Um, it, which it wouldn't be if it was stand. Um, no, well, it doesn't matter because attacks against it are going to have advantage anyway because it's stunned. So it doesn't. Let's just say for flavor that it's lying on the ground. Um, Ari and Falcus, it is both of yours turns. Who would like to go first? Ari can go unless. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. So if I'm by 
with Butch's raging thing, if I'm by him while he's raging, do I get the melee or is that just for like certain time? Yeah, if you're standing within five feet of Butch, you get okay. advantage on melee attacks. Um, and my worgen attacks are melee, right? They are. Like I know that seems silly, but I just want to make sure. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and move just to the other side of Butch. So I'm within five feet of him. Um, and I am going to use one of my uh, transform into a worgen thingies. So Ooh. I'm going to say, uh, you might think I'm on the prowl, but wait till you hear me howl and boom, I'm a, I'm a worgen. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to first do worgen bite, and then I'm going to follow it up with a, the two weapon fighting, and I'm going to do the worgen claw attack. Okay, so let's start with the worgen bite. Perfect. We're going to bite. 10 does not hit, I bet. No, but you are attacking with advantage. So I get a roll a second time. Right. 23. Definitely hits. Okay. And that's going to do five. Okay. So he takes five piercing damage. Let's start with that. Um, you gain temporary hit points. So make sure yes. you mark those off. Um, up where your hit points are, there should be a box for temporary. Um, I think yes. it's just the damage you deal, right? Yep. It's five. Yeah, whatever my damage equals. Okay. Okay. So put those on. Um, and then if you hit with your second attack, we have to remember that for two weapon fighting, you do not add your damage modifier to the damage of the second attack. Yes. So whatever it is, we'll, 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 we'll reduce Subtract. by that. But outside yep. of that, you would roll with advantage for your second attack. Well, I rolled a nat 20, so I'm not even going to roll the second one. That's I'm gonna right. Say that's going to hit. And okay. then we'll subtract three. So we did three slashing damage. Three slashing doubled to six because of the crit. Yes. So I hit with six. Okay. You deal six slashing damage to this creature. Um, great. And then that was movement action and bonus action. Do you do anything else in your turn? Nope. I think we're good. All right. Falcus, you're up. Creatures at the far side of the poo line. All right, I got friends in in my uh, vicinity of my target. I am also hiding behind a pillar. I am going to take every bit of my advantage here, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so advantage I get to roll twice for my attack roll. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the 13 then? 13 does hit. Wow. Heck yeah. Yeah, not a very armored bird. Um, you land the hit, you deal what kind of damage? It's going to be eight piercing damage plus two sneak attack. Okay. Yeah, that happens. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? I am going to keep myself behind the pillar. Okay. Um, um, you don't have any action economy left to actually do a stealth check to hide. But you do have cover if you were to do any kind of like ranged attacks or anything else of that nature. You would be safe. Well, you would be safer from those. Yeah, I want the cover for sure. Um, but uh, hide doesn't really matter at this point because I have friends within melee range of this guy. Okay. Um, on the parrot's turn, he is not going to be able to attack or move because he is stunned. Um, however, he does have an ability that happens regardless of what he can can or can't do at the beginning of his turn. Um, you can see his uh, again, like I said, the the blood is bubbling because you hit like he's bleeding, but you can see that it's acting weird, and the the wound does slowly start to close. Um, 
He heals himself for Oh, come on. Eight hit points worth of health, but otherwise is like he's like slowly trying to stand up onto his little parrot feet and he's like a little woozy. He's still not able to actually make any uh action. Butch, it's your turn. Above, right in front of you is a parrot that is about to shake off the stun effect. What would you like to do? I want to pin him to the ground. <laughs> um, I can't grapple as an extra bonus, can I? As a bonus action. Uh, grappling would be your attack. I think I'd do more damage if I just took my great axe out and hacked him. And right, so attacking with your axe would deal, like you wouldn't be able to deal damage to him if you grappled him for sure. Um, the only thing that grappling does is if you are successful at it, makes its movement speed zero. No, I gotta, I gotta do some damage. So I'm still raging. My buddy Ari is w- within melee range of me. Um, but as soon as I do this, as soon as I hit this bird, he um, isn't stunned anymore or on the ground. So um, I take this great axe. You know, it's got a little green dripping on it. And uh, I, I go and I go to hit and I'm trying to get right through its neck into the, into the c- cement or the tile that would be under it. Okay. okay. Roll the great axe attack. Uh, still with advantage because it is still stunned. I'm just sick. Okay, 18. And 18 hits. Go ahead and roll the damage for it. 11. 11's a lot of damage. Okay, cool. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? I'm going to save that quaking palm. I'm going to stay where I am because I want Ari to get the bonus and I want to stay within my range of this bird, even though I know he's going to toxic waste me. Okay. So, so go ahead, hon. Uh, so it is either Ari's or Falkus's turn. We'll just keep it as it is unless you have something planned, Falkus. Go for it. Okay. I'm just going to do exactly what I did last time, so we'll work and bite and then work and claw and go with it. Okay. Um, so, you are so... rolling with advantage because you're standing next to Butch while he's raging. Excellent. So a nine. A nine does not hit. You reach in to bite with him, and really all you get is like beak and claw, and you can't pierce and deal the damage because he's coming in with an attack, and you're not able to like get the good landing, the good hit. Perfect. So now I'm just going to reach up and I'm going to slash him, which I got a 19. Right. So that does hit. Go ahead and roll the attack. With a one. (laughs) Okay. So... Again, it's like really awkward, really weird. He's come unstunned and immediately whirls on you guys to try to like bite and claw, and it's just messing with your hit. Um, but you do end up getting in some uh, some damage. Uh, Falcus, uh, unless Ari, are you moving? I'm going to move just to the other side of him over here because I don't know where he's going to move. Okay. So given his size and the way that you made your movement, you didn't actually ever leave his melee range, which means you're not subject to an opportunity attack. Perfect. So you're That's okay what I was there. hoping. So, okay. Yeah, no, you're, you're set. Uh, Falcus, what would you like to do? 
All right, um, I will just take a step out of my cover because the way I was looking on the map is I was completely behind the pillar. So I want to step out from behind the pillar yep. and unleash a shot without advantage, but I do have friend advantage. We'll call it that way. Okay, yeah, so uh, it's a straight roll. Sneak attack. And you do gain sneak attack if you land the hit. It is a 22 to hit. Okay, yeah, that hits, no problem. With nine piercing damage and two sneak attack. Oh, I didn't include the two sneak attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, you snipe him good, man. It like it, this arrow burrows deep. And again, more of that, like it's like, bursting out of him in a weird, unnatural kind of way where the blood is just like pulsing. Um, it's getting really, really close. It's, it's very, very, very low health. Do you do anything else on your turn? I'm just going to step behind, step back behind the pillar for cover. Um, Okay. At the top of the giant parrot's turn, its blood curse heals it for six damage, or six health points. There we go. Mm, I forgot. About, I don't like yeah. that. I love it. <laughs> um, it is going to, uh, it is going to attack against. Um, I feel like Butch is probably the right target here, considering what kind of damage you've been doing it. Um, it's 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 going to be ticked off at you. Um, it's going to do a beak attack. Um, 14. Where, where's your armor class? 14. Okay, so a 14 would hit. You suffer 10, reduced down to 5 piercing damage. Piercing. Okay. Um, and then it's going to do a claw attack against you. I know a 23 would definitely hit, so you're going to take 6, reduced down to 3 slashing damage. Well, that tickles. After you suffer that damage, it is going to turn and it's just blood red eyes are going to stare down at where it knows that Falcus is because it keeps he keeps jumping out to attack against him and is going to fly. Did I move last? Oh, I couldn't because I was stunned. Okay, cool. It's going to fly up higher into the air and try to fly over toward to make an attack against uh, Falcus. As attack it of opportunity? Away, exactly. From actually both of you, if you, but Ari, you're too far from Butch to gain any bonuses, but you okay. both are in melee range, so you both could try to do it. Okay, so I'm going to use the Great Axe to uh, take a, an attack of opportunity, and I get a 22. Okay, that hits. Okay, with the da- damage of uh, 14. Oof, okay, so as it tries to fly away, you... Uh, take advantage of its distraction because it's now changed its focus to a farther away target and it turns and tries to leave without paying you any more mind than any of the minds that it should have been paying you and in that moment of not paying attention how does it die like tell me tell me how you get it well it's in the air at this point right it's starting to fly off as you hit it so yeah yeah and it's it's dripping with this like boiling blood type stuff right mm-hmm. yep and um i i take my great ash and i slash it just right so that the poison that would be coming out of its bottom splashes on the ground hopefully not on me and feathers poof out everywhere in in a brilliant cascade of color. 
okay like a uh like like a like a i don't like a like a pigeon with too much alka-seltzer this thing just like into feathers when you slice through it and it's like got poison and like poison poo and blood that like bubbles in weird strange ways and just a pile of bird just onto the uh onto the wooden tiles um and then it dies right there um sweet yes that's what happens well (sighs) i'd ask where the heck that came from but there's so many holes in the in the ceilings and in the walls and in everything could come from anywhere. It's probably used to be a prize in prize to, you know, bird in the garden. Well, that was disgusting. Um, while I was hiding back behind this pillar here, I found another pressure plate. Oh, that's that, that, that's nice. It's, it's good for you to find that for us. So we don't have to find it ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it was getting a, it was a little getting a little uh, tedious here trying to figure out this puzzle without all the pieces. Um, so I'm in Morgan form still, yeah. and I have advantage on wisdom perception. Was perception what you had her use to find the traps, to find um, the pressure plates? It was. I'm curious to know if you have advantage on all perception checks or just smell or sight based because I think we did I have specify no idea. that it says your working form gives you advantage on wisdom parentheses perception checks that oh that rely on smell never okay. mind there's yeah. that rely on smell never it's mind you got that big old schnoz okay never mind I had a thought process but we'll forget it but you do have another nine and a half minutes let's say of working form that you can use if you wanted to We'll just stay in it for a bit. See what happens. Eat the bird. Do I? Um, oh no! I'll probably <laughs> smell poop right now. Never mind. You definitely do. <laughs> well, I mean, we've probably covered a solid third of this room, maybe half, and there still g- could be all kinds of traps. We still don't understand what this um, kind of thing is off to the off to the right. It's like re- recessed. Um, into the wall. I'm. I mean, considering that there's more pressure plates, I'm going Near to it. find a fourth barrel and put it on the last plate that I just found. Well, thanks for marking all those uh, all, all those uh, t- towels for us, Falcus. We did find a bit of treasure, but well, we still have, I think, four more chests to open or five more chests to open too. We've Ooh. got all kinds of things that could still kill us in here. I reckon, and we can't see none of it. Anything yet? You have four barrels, each placed on a pressure plate. Um, They all have gone down into the floor like a couple of inches, and each time they descend, you, like, it's... and no further behavior. I think we have more plates in the room. I think so, too. Um... While we're searching all the rest of the chests, crates, and things, I'm going to be looking also for additional pressure plates. Okay, what is the manner of your search for these? Visually, are you stepping from place to place? Like, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? This is the face of somebody thinking. Um, 
prior to me moving to the next chest or uh, crate, I am going to scan the tiles on the floor before I even leave my current standing tile to move to the next section. So I'm going to basically kind of systematically scan a section of the floor, move up to that crate, check that crate, turn around, scan the section of the floor, and then move towards the next crate. So systematically. Okay. Um, If you're taking that kind of approach, um, you will not, it wouldn't be too long before you found one more plate in an attempt to set off whatever it is that might be happening with these you find the plate you're like oh okay here we go it's time to do the thing that we've been doing I probably would have found this plate because after I moved the barrel to this one I walked almost straight across the room to stand over here and put this one into place that's right you did okay so what she's describing for the listener's point of view is there directly between where she's standing now where he is standing now and where he was standing when combat was happening is where the plate was revealed so yeah you're right you would have walked across the room in a straight line to get to where you are now and stepped on that spot Um, when the fifth plate is pressed you hear the same noise of the stones shifting and then the statue and the wall behind it, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade style, um, starts to shift sideways, like in a in a in a circle pattern. Um, and you're like, yeah, that's why there's grooves in the ground for that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, like the fireplace that Doctor Jones and Doctor Jones had to go through, um, it opens, but it only opens halfway. It's not like it doesn't spin and keep spinning. It doesn't like turn uh, 180 and then stop. It only opens a quarter of the way. So there is a passageway here now that could be um, explored. Did we just find a secret passage behind a mermaid statue? Bet your bottom bare butt we did. Well, I sure do got a bare butt. And uh, that passageway doesn't look too... uh too normal to me like it doesn't it looks a little bit more of a natural cave yeah so you look down the tunnel way and you do see that it is the room you're standing in is hewn deliberately um it's an even floor it's like solid like 90 degree angles in the corners that sort of thing and then beyond the secret passageway is a much more natural looking cave system with jagged edges and strange patterns to the rocks it's not even it's like that well I think what do y'all think I think we got another event- adventure cave in front of us for next time <laughs> <laughs> do we want to before we like stop go through the rest of the chest real quick I'm asking Casey because I don't know what's in them just to get that done so we don't have to pick it up and be like what chest did we search or should we hold off we can do um there are okay. most of these have like um things that aren't going to take very much explanation or exploration to figure okay. out and some of them are a little more interesting and we should take a, a, a moment to examine them so okay. i will highlight the ones that we don't cover and wait for those okay. for next time but in the meantime i will say that as you go systematically chest by chest box by box you do not find any traps um, you find several of these have what used to be useful, but have since rotted. Like you find um, 50 vials of what used to be perfume and a whole bunch of molded 
like ruined ropes and crap like that. You also find a perfectly um, suitable diplomat's pack, which has a whole bunch of like, you know, a bottle of ink, a pen, a lamp and flask oil and sheets of paper and th- things like that. Like it's part of the starting equipment. You find a, a diplomat's pack. You find um, a box full of heavy crossbows. You find five heavy crossbows um, and a whole bunch of crossbow bolts to arm them with um, that are in good condition and can be used for combat. Um, and as far as treasure, you found the, the, the crate of jewels and you also find uh, in a box stamped with Blackwater Raider symbols, you find a beautiful spyglass, like a really, really high quality. It's like inlaid with mother of pearl and it's got like all this. It's got like a lot of gold trim and expensive looking filigree with it. Um, and it even comes sitting on a purple velvet pillow. Very expensive looking. Pillow. I'm going to look at my, my, my party members. I'm like... Are you being Falcus or Poe right now? <laughs> uh, no, I am being Falcus. Okay. Well, Ari got the crown, and I got this amazing hat. So I think it's only fair that you get a super fancy, you know, pearl inlay on a velvet pillow. I mean, I also spyglass. ask because I'm your your point person. <laughs> I think th- I I think personally that's the person on our team who could make the best use of this. I got the horn of silent alarm too, so I'm all about being your scout. Yeah, this isn't a magic item. No, um, no but, but just a, yeah. I, I I think the scout thing uh, it makes sense to have a looking glass. The pirate parrot with the deadly poisonous poo was no match for our heroes. Now that they've found a secret passageway, they all have a choice to make. Continue south through the rooms or east into the caves. What dangers lurk around the corner? We'll have to wait until next week to find out when we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.